Hey everybody, happy Sunday. I hope that wherever you are and whatever you are doing, you are having a fantastic weekend. I am enjoying being outside in not torrential rain, which is what we've had for most of this week. It is actually raining a little bit right now, but it's definitely not the torrential rain that we've had for the past week or more. And if you want to know more about that and why I had to buy eggs this week, go and watch the chicken and garden update. There's a fair bit of chicken and not a fair lot of gardening because the weather's been so terrible. But that's not why you are here watching the Sunday Musing. So let's get on with the Sunday Musing. Obviously, we are now steaming towards the middle of December. And shortly after that, of course, we are well into the holiday season. In fact, Hanukkah's already started if you are Jewish and there are plenty of other festivities for the remainder of this month obviously and then the western new year in january so you're gonna have lots of people around hopefully maybe you know you don't like that maybe you do maybe you are someone who entertains a lot maybe you are someone who just is going to get to spend some time with family and loved ones and whatever you're doing i hope that the end of this year and the beginning of next is an amazing one But generally, this time of year, we tend to entertain people more than we do at other points in the year. And here at the channel, we've been thinking a lot this year about reducing our waste, using less energy, using less resources to lead our lives, leaving the car at home when we could take a bike, using public transit more and changing how we are as consumers in the world, whether that is shopping locally and reducing carbon emissions for shipping products to your door, whether that is supporting independent artists or independent communities instead of multinational organisations. However that looks for you, one thing we haven't really touched on, and that is our job in the kitchen to try and reduce waste and ensure that we are smart about our food choices, which brings me to the holiday fair for this year. I'm curious as to how many of you have transitioned the way that you cook for the holidays over the last decade or so. Have you made changes in order to reduce your carbon footprint? Maybe you have gone from having a turkey on Christmas Day. I know Americans have turkey on Thanksgiving, but you know, I'm a Brit. We have turkey on Christmas Day. Uh, reducing that, so instead of having a turkey, you are, you're having a vegetarian option or maybe a vegan option. Um, or maybe you are planning your meals so that when you go to the store, you're only buying things that are in season for the region you live in. That probably means a lot of root vegetables. If you're in somewhere like the Pacific Northwest. We don't have a lot of salad vegetables available at this time of year. If you live in California, it's slightly different. But if you are up here, sorry, and certainly in Southern California, California is really long. It has different climates throughout its length. But the point I'm trying to make is buying stuff for the table that is appropriate to where you live, but also ensuring that what you are eating for your holiday fare isn't traveling halfway around the world. Now, I'm gonna be a little bit of a hypocrite here because there are certain things that I partake of at this time of year that are things from the UK and occasionally I will get a care package sent over with a few 
choice things that I enjoy at this time of the year that I wouldn't buy at any other time, specifically because of carbon emissions. Um, so certain candies, for example, certain sweets or chocolates from the UK that I've remembered consuming at Christmas for years and years and years, I always tend to try and get those if I can. But other things, especially this year, I'm trying to be really mindful of. So, for example, if you have carrots, um, instead of peeling the carrots and throwing the carrot, the carrot peelings away or putting them in the compost heap, uh, scrubbing the carrots before you peel them. So you scrub off all of the dirt and, and any kind of nasties on the outside. And after you've peeled the carrots, putting those peelings to one side and actually using them as a snack later on, you know, just frying them off with a little bit of olive oil and some seasoning and you get like these lovely vegetable uh, crisps or chips, depending on which side of the Atlantic you want to be. Same thing for potato peelings. Doesn't work so well with things like russet potatoes because their skins tend to be quite gnarly. But if you go for like a, a Yukon gold or something like that and peel off uh, the external uh, skin if you're doing things like mashed potatoes sometimes you just want to put the skins keep the skins on or, but if you're doing things like roast veg sometimes you want to peel the outer layer off keep them because they're great for fiber and all kinds of other nice things and then again treating them like the the carrot peelings frying them off um, and having them the next day as as a little snack with some other piece of leftover and I'm curious how you deal with that in your family are you someone who plans a meal every day through the holiday period and ends up with loads and loads and loads of, of, you know, containers at the end of the holiday season full of leftovers that you don't actually use? Or do you go through the holiday period going, okay, I've got this thing that I'm going to have on Christmas Day or whatever other day you're celebrating. I'm going to have this this day when my family's around, my friends around, and then maybe I'll send people home with some leftovers so they can cook after, after uh, the next day, they can cook something with it. Or maybe you go, okay, I've got this, and then I plan the next day to use this leftover in this meal, and then this leftover in this meal, and then this leftover in this meal. I do that a lot. Um, but in conversations I've had with uh, friends and family, I've started to learn that it's not something that everybody does. Um, a lot of my friends do use their leftovers quite carefully so that they ensure they use all of their leftovers up from one main meal throughout the week. I'll do it with like roast chicken, for example. We'll have a roast chicken uh, and then like we'll make a pie that will last for four or five days afterwards. I'll do the same uh, if I'm cooking um, other meals. I'll do like a stew, a vegetable stew, for example. Um, and I will cook it up and then we'll just keep adding different fun things to it throughout the rest of the week so that we don't have any food wastage. Is that something that you do or are you a member of the guilty club of people who have all of those Tupperware containers or whatever you use to store things in in the back of your refrigerator and then like a month later you drag them out and throw them in the trash and if you are in that you know, in that kind of, of group of people, how do you plan to make sure that you don't do it again this year? Uh, what leftover recipes do you plan? Do you plan them at all? Or do you just go, let's see what fits? I know that when I've tried doing that, let's see what fits mentality in the past, 
um, sometimes things do end up getting thrown out. But if I go, okay, I've got this and I think I'm going to have these vegetables left over and I'm going to have these things left over, I can keep things cooking for a, a really long time. And there are some great YouTube channels as well where people have done exactly that, whether it's um, the, the Iron Chef dad who, who, you know, his son gives him a load of stuff and says, make this a gourmet meal, which is always a little over the top, let's be honest, or whether it is someone who is focused on really easy, basic recipes that you can make with very few ingredients and some leftovers to make these fabulous meals that taste completely different to the original and keep you going for months. There are some plenty, 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 plenty of channels online. There's one guy in the UK that I really like because he does a lot of foraging in the summer, obviously not in the winter. He does a lot of foraging to supplement stuff he's bought from the supermarket and he can eat on very little a, a week because he'll go to the supermarket and buy the staples he can't get from foraging and then he'll go out in the field and he'll pick wild garlic or he'll maybe make some nettle soup or whatever um obviously though if you're if you're gonna do foraging for goodness sake make sure you can eat what you're foraging don't just randomly um don't just randomly consume things uh, someone i know this week ended up in hospital uh, because they I think they ate something raw that was supposed to be cooked and uh, let's just leave it at that um, but uh, that was a fun experience for them and uh, yeah if you're gonna do that make sure that you do research all the things before you do it anyway tell me what your plans are for food this uh, holiday season tell me how you plan to avoid wastage and uh, maybe share some of your favourite recipes in the down below. Thanks for joining me today. And if you've got thoughts, make sure you leave them below in our Discord chat room, or you can reach out to us on Mastodon. Thanks to the amazing lists of people scrolling by on your screen right now. They are some of the more than 1,500 people who help fund this channel through Patreon and YouTube. They cover our bills, pay our team, and make sure that we as a channel can remain 100% independent. If you'd like to join them and see your name listed here, just go ahead and follow the links below. There's a range of different tiers you can sign up for from as little as $1 a month, or if you pay every year, just under $11. A huge welcome to our newest supporters. They are Patreon user 1124, Gordon Smith, Alan Williams, Tim Nicholas, Jalia Hallett, and Nathan Plowman. If you'd like to support us with a one-off donation, you'll find links below to make Kofi and Bitcoin donations, and we even have a good old-fashioned PO box you can reach us at. The address is linked to below. And if you're in need of some swag, you'll find our swag store in the down below as well. We've got some great content coming up, so make sure you're subscribed on Peertube or YouTube. Again, links below, and we hope to see you again soon. We make new videos every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. If you want more, the mighty algorithm thinks you will enjoy this video, but we here at the channel also think that this one is well worth a look. Thanks for watching, see you soon, and as always, keep evolving.